I'm doing I'm doing this episode entirely off the top of my head. I'm not reading. So lately I've been thinking about things that I need to get off my chest. When it comes to religion, um, I decided that in this life that we call the planet Earth, wherever we are, there are things that people say that I have to treat like a healthy suspect. For example, whether a person is a believer or a non-believer, both groups of human beings say things that I need. For example, I'll start with believers because I want it to be understood. I'm not a religious baby. I'm not persecuting religious people. I'm not expecting perfection and flawlessness from religious people. I'm not expecting um, ridiculous demands from religious people such as always got it going on and always feel like they got it going on. No, no. no. People go through things. Whether you believe or not, people go through things. I also want to say this. I'm not trying to destroy religion. And I say that because trying to destroy religion means you have to destroy secularism too world. To destroy one means to destroy all, and that's going to cause civil war, so what, you know, people like me who write politics understand that, okay, if people can't get along, keep the distance. If y'all do come across each other, be cordial, um, be respectful, and then keep going about your business. But if y'all are able to coexist, focus on what you agree on, and lovingly um, explore what y'all disagree on and try to keep both of y'all hearts, believers and non-believers, from having a heart of bigotry, from having a heart of indifference, and having a heart of, you know, cruelty and inhumanity. So I wanted to say that. I want to come off the top of my head talking about this. I also want to say, like on Clubhouse, there may be times where I share rooms with believers and some of them actually say things that resonate with me. For example, they talk about how they're into entrepreneurship because they like hard work and smart work and they like to use their wealth to benefit those on the margins. And they are people who are considered of other people in terms of ending all their endeavors. So when believers talk about entrepreneurship like that, it, it, it that resonates with me because those characteristics are part of who I am. So I've learned that it's okay to absorb what you need to absorb from people. Now let's start with non-believers. They talk about logic, research, evidence, facts, proof, data, statistics, ratios, probabilities, um, reading, um, literacy, 
uh, critical thinking, um, uh, clearness and clarity. And they talk about thinking outside the box. Those are also aspects of who I am. So non-believers say that, I eat it up because they also talk about um, having a understanding not to be gullible. I'm not dissing believers, but I hear this more from non-believers than believers. You know, don't be gullible. Challenge what you know, what you think you know. And challenge, you understand, think, understand. Prove yourself wrong to make sure you get to all the truths that you're able to um, have proof of in life. And they talk about um, they having peer reviews in terms of academia, making sure that you're not peddling lies. Again, I'm not just believing this other. I'm just talking about what non-believers say around me. Now, let me be fair to believers and say more of what believers do say. Believers do talk about doing the impossible, being the impossible, uh, and making impossibilities possibilities. They're talking, they talk about speak as if it's already happening in terms of the good and the greater good that you and other people are supposed to experience. And they do talk about um, living a life where they talk about surrender surrendering anything and everything that is negative that can take a hold of you for example like greed believers talk about how greed can be something that people devote their whole lives to and because it captivates people badly that greed has to be surrendered. You have to say, you know what? I am releasing this greed because I'm not supposed to have greed above me. I'm supposed to stomp greed on my feet. And I like how believers, they talk about um, the concept of what is a relief when you go through? Sometimes believers talk about the importance of thought life and thought control. They talk about the importance of um, being careful who and what enters and exits your, your inner life. So those types of things resonate with me. So what I've learned to do is I don't completely reject believers and I don't completely reject non-believers. I I lovingly treat both like a buffet. I do recognize their full humanity and their aren't. But both groups of people can say things that they give me two types of meat. They're both meat. It's just that believers is meat I eat because of the things some things they say I go, you know what? I can receive that because it's helping the wholeness. Now, non-believers, they say things like, um, don't be afraid of questions. Don't be afraid of doubts. Don't be 
afraid of your fears. Don't be afraid of what, who and what you don't understand. So non-believers help me with wholeness too. So I can coexist with non-believers because they both add good and greater good to my life. Um, and I wish that believers and non-believers looked at each other that way. Like, not everything that they say to each other is bad. Um, some of the stuff that believers and non-believers say to each other, especially when they know I resonate with that, like, both can agree that we have to have wholesome values, especially when we're suffering. Both of them can say we should be, treat ourselves and other people correctly when we go through. We should do what's right, even if it costs us materialism, especially when we go through. I think non-believers and believers can sit down at the table and really can just, let, let's talk a little what they agree on. I would say that believers and non-believers can say, you know what? We should be concerned and caring about prison life, about broken homes, about dysfunctional families, uh, about people who don't have food, who are unnecessarily naked in the streets, who are dehydrated, people who are struggling not to commit crimes just to survive and visiting people in jail and being good to people in jail and you know if you can help heal the sick go do it and if you can help befriend people who are lonely so their mental health will actually be what's supposed to be in terms of it being you know at ease and I'm not stigmatizing drugs people with people mental health challenges because I have them. But what I'm saying is, even if I didn't have my still would say so what I'm saying is, mental health should be at peace. It shouldn't be, it hurts so bad I want to take myself out. No, no, no. It shouldn't be that way. And I think believers and non-believers can sit down and say, you know what, mental health challenges are something that we can work on. I think there are things that believers and non-believers can work on, such as making sure that kids get a healthy education, private, public, religious, secular, don't matter, just get a healthy education. And non-believers and believers can agree that racism is awful, that sexism is awful, that kids being in crime rent neighborhoods and having a choice to live there is awful. So I decided virtual and in-person spaces that it's okay for me to be around non-believers and not feel like I'm betraying my values but no it's okay take what you absolutely need and what you absolutely don't need it's okay for other people to receive them you don't have to receive them yourself because you your path and the path of other people is not the same so the type of meat they need is not going to be the type of meat that you need. It's kind of like both people can go to a restaurant. Everybody has different allergies, different food capacities, because everybody's genetics is different. Some people are more prone and less prone. 
So what I ordered, the restaurant may not be what somebody else ordered the restaurant, but that same restaurant feeds us. So if we're believers and non-believers, right? If we're both believers and both non-believers, I'm talking about two different types of people, this life can give us life is that restaurant. Okay, you may need a believer will say, I need a I need God to help me. While a non-believer would say, the good within myself is helpful to me. So, they're both saying that they want to live wholesome lives. For some people, that's God. For some people, the energy they already have is enough. Or some pe- some people do a mixture of God and inner beauty. While some people say, you know what, I'll have inner beauty, common sense, and, and uh, rationality. While some people will say, I need God and and believer Bible study to help. So everybody has the need that they need. Because some people, the Bible has changed some people's lives for the better. Other people might say, in the situation I was in, the Bible did not change my life for the better. So I'm not disrespecting anybody's values. I'm saying the Bible may have worked for a person because they may not have the same situation as another person. So if I'm in America and I'm in the deep south, I'm black and I live in a state where healthcare, job, literacy, Disparities are rampant. For some people in the deep south, black or not black, God in the Bible, they feel like it helps them. Other people in the same deep south, black or not black, with the same disparities I just mentioned, may feel like, you know what? I'm gonna just be good. I'm gonna just be kind. I'm gonna just be respectful. And I'm gonna just use my pragmatism. So you can be in the same deep south and go, you know what? The goal is to be a wholesome person, but people define wholeness differently for themselves because for some people, the Quran or the Torah, they feel like how similar other people go, you know, science helps me to stay a good person. Um, Fact checking helps stay a good person. Now, life is complex, so you have some people take a little out of each. They take a little God. When I say little, I'm not talking about belittling anybody's faith. I'm talking about some people take God on some things, Bible on some things, logic on some things, rationality, privacy, and rational, um, 
being good in a beauty person on those things. So, one, I'm not trying to convert anybody because that's not healthy. Um, to make everybody think the same, it's not something I'm ever into because mind control is strong, which is something believers and non-believers can absolutely give each other on. But what I'm saying is that um, people define wholeness differently for themselves. And I'm not being kumbaya trying to make believe nobody's good on. I'm just talking about how in my journey, I figured out, okay, I don't have to completely, totally dismiss what believers and non-believers are saying because they may say some things that complement my journey, but I don't, you know, I don't have to buy into everything because it's important. Um, For people to and I love to look for people to think for themselves and to and for people to you know for us to think for ourselves very clearly. So these are some very weighty concepts um, that I wanted to uh, get out tonight, and I did not use any reading or writing. So I'm gonna do this more often. I decided. Um, um, to do this, I'm gonna do every you know, every week I'm gonna do more episodes like this. So, I think about how my next episode will definitely be more about what I just said, but I decided to give y'all this so I wouldn't forget to publish the episode. But let me go on a little bit and then let's go. So, let's let me let me let me say this. I would say that it's important to talk to people and build relationships with people who are different in terms of living, loving, and thinking. I'm not saying be around toxic people. I'm not saying be around people that are not doing anything positive. I'm not saying to be around evil people. I'm not even saying be around people that you shouldn't be around. I'm talking about be around other people that they have decent hearts. They just have different values. They don't share all your values, you know? And so if you can understand why somebody goes the direction they're going and why and they understand why you go in the direction you're going. It's not about agreeing on everything. It's not about hunky-dory. It's not about sunshine and rainbows. It's not about, you know, all is well all the time. It's about, hey, you have a better understanding of full humanity if you are around those that don't share everything you share with people like yourself. They don't share everything with people like yourself. They share things with like themselves and just understand why. So, um, 
that's what I wanted to say to y'all tonight.